welcome to the Folk Horse Podcast. Welcome back. Welcome. I feel like it's been so long. I know. Has it been so long? I mean, for the listener, it's two weeks every time. Right. For us, true. True. Yeah, so it's a real. Very it's a. It's a range. Sometimes we get on a real kick. Sometimes, sometimes we we have to take a professional sabbatical. Sometimes it's yeah crunch for time, reasons. and we're like, all right, we gotta get this recorded. Sometimes, like the person who's the subject of this episode, we need to check into celebrity rehab, take a break. So true. So true. So you know. With with that lead in, yeah, <laughs> um, hit us with the cold hard it's, facts. It's a it's a fun episode because we'll be looking into Taylor's current and and biggest nemesis, mm-hmm. um, Scooter Braun. Yes, yeah. So we, you know, we've obviously mentioned Scooter in many episodes, talking mm-hmm. both about like Taylor's public, you know feuds and like her dark time but also mm-hmm. obviously all of the stuff with the re-recordings and the the masters yeah um so do you want to give a quick just like recap about like who he is in terms of taylor and like their drama yeah just in in case you in case you missed it right so basically taylor's masters for her first six albums which she recorded with big machine she did not own and those masters were sold in 2019 yes which is which is typical of which is typical of a deal sadly sadly, and and she knew that she didn't own them um right and she over I don't know exactly when she became aware that she wasn't going to be able to literally afford to buy them yeah. herself, which is insane. Is insane. Um, and, you know, she, she said publicly she was at peace with that, but then it was revealed that the person who bought the Masters was Scooter. And I don't think it was known before this this, you know, sale that she like publicly known that she didn't like Scooter. No. But she made it very clear after this yes, the sale. Right. That, that was I mean, she, it was the whole reason she was upset about the sale. She was upset about it and ultimately why she decided to re record. Yes. Um because she wants to devalue the original the, the original works. That Which is he crazy because it means that she's re recording and releasing six albums. Right. Like because of this dude. Yeah. Which is why we needed to discuss Which him. Which is why we need to discuss him. So, um, yeah. Yeah. No, like, it, it is just so iconic. Like, it's yeah. truly just... And obviously, like, we're... It it doesn't give what a full new Taylor album gives, but the re-recording eras so far have been very fun. Oh, yeah. We've gotten, obviously, the vault tracks. We've gotten some new music videos. Yeah. and And it just, like, continues to... To add shape to the Taylor. Oh yeah, sphere. it's gonna go down. De- it's like it's already become such a part of her mm-hmm. like legacy and right. will and, continue to be right. And is like I think making important change like in the music industry. Oh yeah, like, for sure. Olivia Rodrigo is a great example of like an artist who is owning her masters like outright, right? Because 
Taylor has brought been attention so to this about right. this issue right. of you know artists not owning their work. Um, but yeah, it's so crazy to think about like if if the masters had been sold to someone else, it just would have been. It just would have been. Yeah, yeah, and like. Where does that leave us in the Taylorverse? I know. You know? It's also worth noting that, you know, all this stuff with Scooter and the Masters went down, like, right around the release of Lover. So, Mm -hmm. um, a ton of the inspiration for a lot of the songs on Folklore and Evermore are inspired by Mm -hmm. this situation and, you know... My Tears Ricochet, mm-hmm. Mad Woman, mm-hmm. Ma- just many of the songs, yeah. um, you know, deal with, like, her thoughts about the situation and the pain of it mm-hmm. for her. Um, so, so yeah, so we, we thought it would be interesting and, you know, important for context to really look at him as a figure and as a career um, because he you know, has been in a negative way, but has been such a central part of Taylor's Mm -hmm. career recently. Um, So just a little background on him. He was born Scott Samuel. Yeah, okay. So, you know. Scooter is a chosen name. name. (laughs) And that tells you all you need to know. (laughs) Which is like, because he is, like that's his name, it is funny because then like in a lot of, Taylor's things she can like just have like a like in the man like the video no where it's like the picture of like the scooter mm-hmm. with the X and it's and like, remember also in that oh my gosh that like Ryan Reynolds like match.com commercial that had like love story Taylor's version in it uh-huh. there was like a scooter just like on fire in the background I completely <laughs> forgot about like that. I just it just came to me in this wow, wow but like wow, wow, that's wow. the kind of shit that like, yeah that's you just it's love so to iconic see. you'll love um, okay, so he went to Emory, um, didn't graduate because he began organizing parties and being in Atlanta was ha- like was really good at organizing parties, I guess. So he started organizing parties for celebrities, including Ludacris and Eminem, the N- like NBA players and Britney Spears. Wow. So because he was having so much success doing that, he dropped out and became head of marketing at label so so deaf which is a record label okay so after being successful doing that he started his own marketing business called rbmg mm-hmm. um with he a 12 million dollar deal that he signed between Ludacris and pontiac interesting um pontiac like the car i don't know what pontiac is okay, kind of brand. <laughs> okay. yeah i was like is it well, there's there's Pontiac cars, but like no, okay. there's not like a, a this is not another rapper along with Ludacris. No, I think it's like oh, some it's like sort a of brand. Company. Okay, okay, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I'm you like, know, yeah, for your Pontiac. <laughs> yeah, no. Okay. okay. So, real. What was interesting was like I. So we all know that kind of like Scooter discovered Justin Bieber. That's his claim to fame. Mm -hmm. But it's interesting because as much as he made Justin Bieber's career, Justin Bieber really made his career Mm -hmm. because he was just like, he's working with this marketing business. He discovers Justin Bieber on YouTube, signs him to Island Def Jam in partnership with his marketing business, RBMG. And that's really what Mm -hmm. launched both Justin Bieber and him as like a music manager. 
Okay, I don't mean to sound so dumb though. I thought Usher discovered Justin Bieber. No, so Scooter discovered Justin Bieber and then Usher was signed to Island Def Jam. And so like that's where the connection is. I see. And so then like they got Usher to be like in the one time video mm-hmm. and like be okay. kind of like endorse Justin Bieber almost. I see. Almost okay. in the way that then later Justin Bieber like endorses Carly Rae Jepsen, mm-hmm. you know, and Which he's like in so her video and like. And iconic. Yeah. Also. Yeah, it's amazing. It's kind of like the best thing he's done. I'll be real. Yeah. <laughs> Low key. Um, okay. So anyway. Okay. So that, that really starts his like career mm-hmm. into then. Like discovering artists, being just like, you know, a man. But what's but what I think is worthy of note is that his start is in marketing mm-hmm. and not necessarily. I mean, I know that management and marketing. It's like two. There's a big overlap. A big yeah. overlap but I think just in terms of like he didn't start off as a music manager. Like mm-hmm. he started being like organizing parties and like bringing Mm -hmm. people together and so when you think about him as a manager and partnering artists with like all these brand deals and whatever Mm -hmm. like that makes a lot of sense yeah um and we'll obviously get into it but like just the justin bieber relationship and as it pertains to taylor like there's so much there already yeah and no, I know, and it's just the beginning. Well, we'll get into so, it. So, so I'm gonna run down a list of artists that he's been associated with. So, not all of these artists are still currently with him. Okay. Um, actually, wait. Uh, are they still currently with him? I think most of them are still with him. I think no, all of these people are still with him because okay. these are on his like website. Okay. Okay. Ariana Grande, Ashley Graham, Black Eyed Peas. Carly Rae Jepsen, Dan and Shay, David Guetta, Demi Lovato, Hilary Duff, Idina Menzel, Jay Balvin, Justin Bieber, The Knox, Lil Dicky, Psy, Quavo, Tori Kelly, The Wanted, Zach Brown Band, Carly Kloss, um, Usher, and obviously a ton of other people. These are just the people that I know, mm-hmm. and so I yeah. was like, these are worthy of note. Yeah. Um, and then Kanye West, who he was not a manager for, but, quote, an advisor. Mm. Um, oh, you know, through his business, he's had major deals with Spotify, Pinterest, Uber, and Waze. The Spotify one is interesting, given Taylor's history with Spotify. Yeah, And for so, so true. long, not having her music on Spotify. So true. Wow. So that's just worthy of note. Mm-hmm. Um, so and like let's just talk about like some of the names on this list and like connections to taylor yeah yeah i mean carly Kloss obviously is the huge is one. crazy crazy and crazy like it is you know it is theorized in in the community that carly perhaps is the one who tipped scooter off to you know, value of the master. It's hard to know what came first. Like Taylor's it's like very chicken and eggy. Or, like like if they had their falling out before. Or yeah, after. just like mm-hmm. everything about it. I mean that because you yeah. know there's those pics of Carly Claus parting on the yacht. No, I know. Scooter. It's, it's just crazy. Like, crazy. It's absolutely crazy. And yeah. and obviously yeah, like Justin Bieber with his ties to Selena. It's a lot. Yeah. 
tough to see Hillary on the list. I know. You know, we love Hillary and yeah. Demi Lovato. Yeah. You know. But I don't, like, I don't fault these no. artists. No. I, I really don't. Because no. I think that it's, one, he's made such a name for himself as a manager. Mm-hmm. Like, his team. Right. So, who knows how much, you know, they're even working directly with him. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I mean, but it but it does one... show just like all these heavy hitters. It's like mm-hmm. he is such like he is such a force, mm-hmm. which we knew. But it's just crazy, it's like so all the crazy. all the people. Yeah. Um, yeah. So okay, let's let's get into a few uh, uh, controversies. Oh yeah. So let's start with Kanye. Okay. So again, obviously the Taylor stuff, crazy. Right. Like just so when was he an advisor to Kanye? Okay, so it seems sometime around like 2017. So like right so around the downfall. Like, but like kind yeah. of around the same time. Yeah, true, true. Um and again, so yeah, he's so, like, like excuse the man outside. Yeah, like, <laughs> like please. Okay. We're uh, talking about important things. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, so like Again, it says, like, he was an advisor, not a manager. Mm -hmm. Um, And Kanye's time with Scooter seems to be pretty brief. Mm -hmm. There obviously was that incident that Taylor refers to as when she was, like, publicly bullied by him, Mm -hmm. which was when, like, Justin Bieber, Kanye, and Scooter are all in that picture, and they're, like, making fun of her or something. Oh, I didn't realize Kanye was part of that. I think he was. Oh, interesting. Wait. So, yeah, that's a, that's such a strange moment. Like, I never, I never understood that, because Taylor, right, she, like, literally posted the screenshot, which is, like, a screenshot of, like, Justin Bieber and Scooter and possibly Kanye, like, FaceTiming. Right. Being like, what up, Taylor Swift? Yes, yes. And, like, she's, like, she cites that, right, as them, like, bullying her, like, online. Yeah. I've never understood, like, what that is, though. Like, I guess it's something that Justin posted and was like, what up, Taylor? Yeah. But, like, I mean... One, I'm sorry, but that is not bullying. But no, two, no. like, but it's like, I mean, let's remember when there's so that much... one joke about Taylor in the Netflix show, and she right. was like, "I'm being publicly bullied," and it's right. like, she's okay. like, "I'm a lightning rod." I mean, you're also the most famous person in the world. Like, people are right. gonna like do like, shit. People are gonna say stuff, but and also just like people are dying. Like, I just don't. No, I know. Like, I don't. Kim, care. people are dying. <laughs> um. Okay, wait. I'm looking up this again. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So it's it's Justin Bieber facetiming Scooter with Kanye and another random man. Okay. Um, and the caption is Taylor Swift, what up? Hmm. And then she reposted this with a circle of Scooter Mm -hmm. and an arrow and says, "This is Scooter Braun bullying me on social media when I was at my lowest point." He's about to own all the music I've ever made. Like, I think it was probably, I mean, obviously, yes, this is, like, not, this is, like, 
the petty, po- but the it's post like just nothing. But I think it speaks to there's a lot more under the surface, the like under the surface. Because I think known. him being like Taylor Swift, what up? It's like. I'm chilling with Kanye and you're feuding with Kanye mm-hmm. and yeah, it's like not it's even about Scooter. Really, Justin no, no. Like, but but Scooter's involvement mm-hmm. in it is you know what Taylor's so upset with, right? So, but you know, to give a little bit more background to the Kanye stuff, so this that I'm going to be referencing is from this article that I read um, by Brandon Yu on mick.com it's called scooter braun doesn't want you to believe all those terrible stories about him lol um and this this brought my attention to some interesting controversy so thank you mr you (laughs) um so yeah with the kanye stuff so again like the time where kanye was working with scooter is pretty brief and it this article is suggesting that Kanye signed with Scooter or was involved with Scooter around the time where he was having his perhaps first or perhaps major like bipolar break Mm. and so there's the article is suggesting that like perhaps like Scooter took advantage of that situation Mm, I see because it's like Kanye had never been with him before and then is only with him for like a little bit um so it's just kind of unclear but um, so in 2018, um, when Scooter was meeting with Kanye West, um, the rap, so again, and this could, is right around the time when he was diagnosed with bipolar, or at least that became public. Obviously, we don't know right. anything about his personal mental health, mm-hmm. um, but this is just kind of like the speculation that maybe Kanye wasn't in a super stable place to be making big business decisions, mm-hmm. and he signed away part of his fashion business Yeezy to a manufacturer in China per a deal that Scooter brokered. Interesting. So okay. this unnamed source in the article says, quote, Wes confronted Braun in front of several people yelling at him and accusing him of trying to trick him and take advantage of him making him sign away Yeezy to someone else he proclaimed that all Braun wanted was his commission Braun was thoroughly insulted and tore up the deal which hadn't yet been given to the lawyers the next day he told West they should stop working together mm-hmm. the situation um, may have been informed by what other sources claim that Braun had attempted to take an ownership interest in Yeezy two years earlier um, when Wes was diagnosed with bipolar. Damn, that's so sketchy. Yeah. So that brings me to another thing, another controversy. Okay. Um, which is that he is currently in an, being sued by his former business partner. Ooh. For, uh, let's see how much. $50 million. Damn. Um, by this guy... Commissar is his last name. Um, okay. What's his first name? Does anyone care? I guess his first Peter Commissar. Okay. Well, so basically, <laughs> yes, he's suing Braun because he's saying that Braun, quote, aggressively courted him from leaving his lucrative investment banking job in order to sign with Braun's bo- boutique firm by promising him money from that they would make from Yeezy. 
So he's saying that Scooter Braun was like, come work for my company. We're going to get all this money from Yeezy. And then the Yeezy stuff never happened. So this guy is saying that, is suing Braun. Now, interestingly, in the lawsuit, like the documents of the lawsuit, it says Braun, by all outward appearance, was, quote, the real deal. But he turned out, quote, to be a sheep in wolves' clothing. Which I know it's not a, the 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 I, we're gasping because Taylor mm-hmm. tweeted in like what 2015 or no t- Katy Perry Katie tweeted Perry. in 2015 calling Taylor sheep and wolves clothing yeah. when they were feuding. So again, I just think it's it's, it's just like a lot of parallels and mm-hmm. like whatever. Yeah. So in response to the lawsuit. Braun tweeted, one day I woke up to find out that a guy who took five million from us years ago with zero results has now read a headline of our success and has shown up out of the blue to ask for more money. Got to love a good opportunist. Unfortunately, we don't scare easy. Wish him well. Like, oh my God. So like, yeah, it's just like, ew. mm Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's kind of like the easy stuff. Yeah, that's so interesting. Other controversies. And again, this is from this article by Brandon Yu, who's basically, like, just talking about, like, shady things that Baron has done with different clients. Mm-hmm. Um, Which, like, I just, can I just say, love that. Oh, yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, he wants to talk you out of, like, all these sketch things, but, like, I've compiled them, and there's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> like, obsessed. No, it's amazing. <laughs> and a lot of them, it's interesting because... A lot of them are, like, sketch things that he's done in order to preserve or prioritize his relationship with Justin Bieber. Mm. And now, like, is part of that because he was, you know, Justin was his first client and they came up together. Is it just because Justin makes him the most money? Is it both? You know, I don't know. But it's talking about Mm. several situations where, like, for example, Lil Twist. Okay. Who was signed with Braun. Um... So, the rapper Lil Twist was a close friend of Justin Bieber's during the pop star's publicly tumultuous period between 2012 and 2014, and claims that Braun had planted stories about him to cast him as a, quote, scapegoat for Bieber's public behavior, even apparently taking the fall on a marijuana possession charge. Damn. So, basically, you know, showing that, like, Scooter was, like, has has the power to try and manipulate the media in order to protect his, you know, more favorable clients. Right. And so, you know, we have to wonder what else he's planted, perhaps anything about Taylor, we don't know. We don't know. Um, Madison Beer, so a former client of Bronze. Um, she's like a, you know, a B-list pop singer. Yeah. Um, so she had nudes leaked of her as a 14-year-old. Oh, God. Um, I know. It's so sad. It's so sad. But, um, quote, a person close to the project said Braun seemed to lose interest in developing her career once the images started making the rounds. As soon as something bad happened, he jumped ship. He needed to preserve his focus on Justin Bieber. Damn. Yeah. That's crazy. And also, like, okay, so Justin was, like, his claim to fame and, like, how he got his got where he is and whatever but like I don't know like I just feel like that's so crazy because like there's so much so much of like what Justin does now I feel like is because 
Scooter's just like paying like Scooter's like getting him Grammy nominations and he's like getting mm-hmm. him shit and it's like but he's not like actually making waves anymore so like mm-hmm. why why do that why do what like why make sure no matter what his album is nominated for a Grammy mm. when it's not an album that has any hits like it's not an album that anyone cares about so like mm. why is he like I guess my what I mean is just like why is he going to the ends of the earth for this guy even when like what he's putting out is not mm. Like, I feel like it's, like, it's fucked up no matter when he does it, but I'm, like, okay, if you did this when Justin Bieber really was, like, the hottest thing in the world, Mm -hmm. like, okay, yeah, that would be you being, like, a a good businessman, I guess. Mm -hmm. But, like... I think Justin Bieber's still a very, very big deal. Yeah. I mean, maybe not to you. (laughs) I mean, he's never been a big deal to me, but, like, I think just, like, when you think of, like, I mean, I, I would say on this list of his clients, I mean, like, him and Ariana are tied. And he's yeah. he might be bigger than Ariana in terms of, like, global I, impact. Mm, so I it's think close. it's... close. It would be close. So I think that it's, like, yes, I know what you mean. Maybe, you know, Justin has had times where he's, like, bigger, but he's kind of reliably like the biggest client yeah so yeah and i do i do think that there is a very significant personal relationship there for sure i like, mean they both have so much shit on each other they both have so much shit on There's each no other way they, don't. Like, they they do you know for better or worse they do seem to be very you know connected mm-hmm. um you know, obviously I know that it's, like, staged, but Scooter is, like, a very big presence in all the Justin Bieber documentaries, mm-hmm. and, like, you know, obviously they're very publicly yeah. associated with each other, so. Yeah. I don't know, like. Yeah, I guess it's, I guess Justin is just one of those stars that's, like, solidified enough that it, like, doesn't matter what he does. He's just, like, a top person. Yeah, plus, I mean, like, Holy was, like, one of the biggest songs of the year, and that was, like, oh, yeah. last year. <laughs> I mean, was it one of the biggest yeah. songs of the year? Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, He's just not making waves like he used to. Yeah, but he... I don't... Like, like yes and no, I yeah. think. Because I also think with, like, his marriage and everything, like, yeah. he's very public... I well, think, I you know, he's on a recent is. tour, right. and I think that's, like, a huge tour. Yeah. Like. Okay, never mind. Anyway. Um, okay, so this is interesting. So, speaking of Ariana, um, this talks about his involvement in turning Ariana Grande's relationship with Pete Davidson, who Baron introduced Ariana Grande to. Oh, my God. Into the Thank You Next sensation that the subsequent breakup became. Quote, Davidson felt blindsided by the release. A person Mm -hmm. close to the situation said, I think their relationship didn't get a fair shake because management was so involved. Damn. I mean, that makes so much sense, too. Especially now that, like, Pete's dating fucking Kim Kardashian. Yeah. Like, he is just, like, a PR boyfriend. Yeah. Like, a thousand percent. Yeah. 
And that's funny too for him to be like upset that that's what happened with Ariana, but like now he's just doing it over and over and over. Right. Again I himself. mean, yeah, he learned to just like ride the wave, but like crazy. Yeah. Um. So the article then talks about despite all of these, you know, shady things that he's done, his kind of incessant need to present himself as a good guy and like going not just like. Not just, like, trying to hide the shady stuff that he's done, but, like, go above and beyond to be, like, I'm a good person. Right. So, in thinking about, like, they, you know, the article talks about the, you know, Demi Lovato documentary that she did um, following her time in rehab and her overdose in 2018 and, Mm -hmm. like, the documentary around Dancing with the Devil... And how it was, like, pitched as this, you know, comeback story and, like, she's all good now and Scooter's really featured in it and he's like, I came on to manage her and, like, Mm -hmm. whatever. Um, And then, you know, excuse me, the article talks about how, like, this might have been a bit preemptive because then, like, Demi checked into rehab again, like, Mm -hmm. later that year. Now, again, like... Who you know she addiction and she has you know like who we don't know anything about it like Mm -hmm. whatever but but talking thinking about how he really presents himself in the documentary as being like I came in when she was low and I made her better and then all the press that Demi mm -hmm. did for the album and remember she would like bring up Scooter literally would be like Scooter is like like she'd be on Good Morning America and just like drop his name and it's like what why right it was such a PR campaign obviously for Demi because you know the idea that they were pushing was like you know Demi's like beat her demons right she's better and everything but like it also was a pr campaign for scooter because it at this point the stuff with taylor had already happened and demi's going around being like scooter's like the best like save my life yeah i wouldn't be here i wouldn't be sober without him i mean that's i'm taking it too far she didn't say that yeah but like you know he's right so heavily inserted into this story as like as, as I've you, saved you. I'm and and the, as, like, right, out of just pure, like, altruistic intent. Mm-hmm. Like, not not because I'm making money off you or anything, no, but just because, no, like, just I, I want to help you and I want right. to champion you. So, again, yeah, just, like, this very, like, you know, he's just so amazing and such a great person. Right. It talks about, similarly, there's a documentary about one of his clients, um, Jay Balvin, and apparently he's very featured in that documentary as well um where he talks about oh so he's like in the documentary i guess he's pushing balvin to take a political stance on youth protests in colombia and so it's talking about how he's this need to quote i like identify himself as uncharacteristically front and center image not only as a manager but also as a good guy who is family oriented philanthropist with a strong moral code yeah, which is like hilarious right because i mean for one just generally like if that's actually who you are as a person you're not trying to prove of it. course two like you're a businessman like you're right. not a well, philanthropist exactly and so this this brings me to his 
wife, current ex-wife, he's in the middle of a divorce, um, because she is like a professional philanthropist. So she was born in South Africa. She started a breast cancer charity, Fuck Cancer. Um, oh, she started Fuck Cancer? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so just anyway, that's interesting. Like him being like, I'm such a great person. He's like, I'm married to this like mm-hmm. big philanthropist. Obviously, he was like known or just assumed to be like a womanizer. But then he was like, I'm married and made a big mm-hmm. deal about the wedding and had these kids and whatever. Um, but according to Mad Woman. But according to Mad Woman, and they are getting divorced. So interestingly, in terms of his wife, well, first of all, also in 2018, she joined Bumble as a senior advisor. So that's just hilarious. (gasps) Two, her comments on Taylor when the situation was happening, because they were still married when it happened. They've only gotten divorced in, what, like last year? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, So she tweeted, let's start with at Taylor Swift, whoa. Then let's get the facts straight. You were given the opportunity to own your masters. You passed. Interesting that the man you're so grossed out by believed in you more than you believe in yourself. And girl, who are you to talk about bullying? The world has watched you collect and drop friends like wilted flowers. My husband is anything but a bully. He's spent his life standing up for people and causes he believes in. Beyond that, it's easy to see that the point of putting this out was to get people to bully him. You are supposed to be a role model, but continue to model bullying. So, I mean, there's a lot here. And then she said Braun was excited to work and build with the singer and referred to Swift's reaction to losing her masters as a temper tantrum. Quote, I hope you have the dignity, class, and kindness to leave your fans out of this and have an open discussion. Tumblr can't fix this. A phone call can. That is so crazy. I mean, okay, there's, I have so many thoughts. I have so many thoughts about this. One... I agree we should not foster a community that encourages bullying Of course. Online. Of course. Taylor, Taylor has not done a good job no. of setting those boundaries no. in the digital age no. whatsoever. No. And I think she absolutely loves that people shit on Scooter oh, yeah. online all the time. For sure. I think that's what she wants her fans to do. I think yeah. she's happy about it. Yeah. And I don't agree with that. I don't support that. I don't think people should do that. So that's, you know, that's one comment. Mm-hmm. The second comment, though, is this is so uncomfortable. It's so uncomfortable. Like, also, you given, like, first of all, you were given the opportunity to own your master's. One, not, not really. She couldn't, she couldn't afford, afford them, yeah. Which, again. And just the language of being like, and girl. Right. Like, oh, you're like 45. So you're an like, adult so woman. I mean, it's crazy to be like, right, doing this as a tweet or whatever right. anyway. Right. And then to be so like. Then to literally bitchy. say, my husband, quote, believed in you more than you believe in yourself. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? Yeah. Imagine. Yeah. Imagine saying that to someone. Yeah. She's like, no, actually, babe, like, my husband mm-hmm. believes in you more than you believe he, in yourself. And the way that he champions so causes, he's a philanthropist. He's a champion for causes. Yeah. It's like, we're all a champion for causes. Right. Like, but what are we fucking doing about it? Like, 
What? Well, right. And, like, it's easy to be a philanthropist when you have $5 billion. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Like, like, of course you can, like, give money to shit. Right. Yeah. I mean, obviously it's great that this woman started fuck cancer. No, for sure. You know she's made a shit ton of money from that. Yeah. Because that's a huge, like, yeah. company, organization, campaign, whatever. Right, right, right. Like. But I just also, I just think it's so interesting that it was, it's, was such a strategic person for him to marry to. Mm-hmm. because it's like mm-hmm. you know she's obviously very hot and whatever but he didn't just marry a model no. he's like i married like you know a woman with a lot of success in her own right, right. and like did but like and also with a lot just of money with a lot of money and also just like yeah a philanthropist herself so mm-hmm. like i'm right more somehow like so moral i can't have done anything shady again yeah like inserting himself being like well i'm married to a philanthropist right so well, now I'm you're divorced guy. from one. <laughs> so something happened. Right. Um, and also to be like, he was so excited to work and build with you, like, by owning you. Yeah. It's like, right. okay, so yeah, he wants to, like, buy me and then, like, do whatever mm-hmm. he thinks I should do. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. No. Right. Trash. Trash. Um. So... Kind of the most recent thing with Taylor and Scooter um, is something that was released in on in April of 2020, which was live from Clear Channel Stripped 2008. So this was a CD of a concert of a TV concert that Taylor gave in 2008 Mm -hmm. and they released it as like a new release because they could because they owned it so it was released without her approval and she called it quote shameless greed in the time of coronavirus and asked fans not to buy or stream the album Mm -hmm. her statement on Instagram was this release is not approved by me it looks to me like Scooter Braun and his financial backers have seen the latest balance sheets and realized that paying $330 million wasn't exactly a wise choice and they need money, in my opinion. Just another case of shameless greed in the time of coronavirus. So tasteless but very transparent. So it she, only sold 33 units? Yeah, it only sold 33 <laughs> units, which is, like, amazing. Like, that is so funny. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, that's amazing. Yeah. And, like, hands up, where are those 33 people? Uh, well, probably people who, like, didn't realize yeah. did it, and then they were like, I take it back. Right, delete, delete, delete. <laughs> delete, delete. But, uh, yeah, so... Yeah. So, yeah. That, like, I'm, like, literally obsessed yeah. with that. Yeah. Like, I'm truly obsessed with that. hmm So... And at this point, too, had, like, Shamrock Holdings or whatever, like... They must not have bought the Masters. No, yet. not yet. Okay. So, That's yes. later. Yes. After, you know, some time and Taylor obviously being very publicly against Scooter. Mm-hmm. Scooter then gave up. Literally. And so he sold her Masters to, yeah, these like Shamrock, Shamrock Holdings, Holdings, which is like associated something. with Disney. Yeah. Um, basically, he was like, yeah, my B, I'm getting out of this because... Right. But obviously you know. it was, like, too late. It was too late, and, right. And Taylor said at the time that she had communicated with this, like, the new owners, 
and were like who were you know open to like working with her or being like oh maybe like you don't have to do the re-recordings lol right (laughs) but like they're still very financially tied to scooter and scooter still even though he sold them i whatever deal he made like he's still like profiting off yeah the master i think he's just no longer in like quote charge of them right so he can be like so he's not going to be, like, making decisions about the mm-hmm. use of the music. Right. So he can kind of, like, pretend to wash his hands of it, mm-hmm. but still make money off Obviously of it. Obviously still, of course, yeah. make money off of it. Yeah. And that, and so then Taylor was like, no. Right. I'm going ahead with my plan. Plan. Exactly. Iconic. Um, Bit of a random thing, but worthy of note. Also, it is speculated that Braun's treatment of Selena Gomez, which was, you know, not great um, when she was dating Justin Bieber, like, in terms of, like, just how perhaps he was involved in their breakup or, like, just managed that whole situation is one of the reasons why Taylor Swift is also so against him. Like, just fuel to the fire. Absolutely. For why she she you know went so hard. I mean, I do I do think that's like a huge, huge reason. Yeah, I think it There's just no way I think it, it just be. speaks to like the history of them both being in the music space. Obviously, her the, one of the biggest artists in the world, him being the manager of one of the biggest artists in the mm-hmm. world. Like, I'm sure there's countless. I mean, I'm sure they share so many colleagues, and mm-hmm. there have been so many you know situations and history of interaction. That clearly has built this feeling that she has toward him or this negative relationship mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, that, that yeah, she, she obviously, you know, has really come out since all mm-hmm. this went public. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the interesting, you know, people that they have in common... Or that they, you know, an interesting person that intersects. Yes. Is Ellen DeGeneres. Oh, Ellen. So, do you want to give a little history on Taylor's relationship with Ellen? Like, throughout her career? Yeah, so... So, pretty... Pretty much from the beginning, definitely since Fearless, Taylor and Ellen were pals. Yes. Ellen was obsessed with Taylor. Taylor would go on Ellen and just talk insane shit the most iconic interview ever when she's like shitting on joe jonas yeah happened on ellen yeah um i think she would go for like all of her album releases she would she would go for like everything there's like that video of you know ellen's very into like scaring people she right. like scared taylor she did like you know I don't know. I feel like she had her do a lot of, like, random, like, special stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, she'd come, like, surprise, like, yeah. girls, like, on Ellen. I mean, or, like... Right. And let's remember when Ellen had Taylor and Abigail, like, on together. Right. And Abigail was just, like, on Right. Ellen. Right. So, like, they were clearly... They clearly had a relationship or, like, a, mm-hmm. a vibe or, yeah. like, a... You know, just, like... It, it felt very like, you know, of course, Taylor throughout her career is going to be doing all kinds of press, but Ellen's someone who, as an interviewer or, you know, as a talk show host or whatever, she really vibes with. She really vibes with. Like, it seems like Ellen is like a real fan of hers, a real mm-hmm. champion of hers. Yeah. Um, 
So, yeah. So there was definitely that element. 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 <laughs> and then it all came to a screeching yeah, halt. Yeah, yeah. So it kind of like, over time, kind of around like... 1989 era there's just like fewer and fewer taylor mm-hmm. appearances again from from being on like so much right and then kind of like just not as much mm-hmm. um and it and it seemed as well like ellen was building stronger relationships with justin bieber the kardashians mm-hmm. you know like it just seemed like they were kind of like right Alliances were shifting. But I'm pretty sure Ellen was one of, like, the special guests on, like, 1989 tour. Mm-hmm. She's in the You Need to Calm Down video. Yeah. And the no, la- they definitely didn't, and, like, stop being friends. And she, the last time, truly probably ever, that Taylor was on... Well, I guess the Ellen show's over, so she can't be on it anymore. But the last time she was on the Ellen show was for... Lover. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, like she was, they were still like in each other's orbit. Right. Um, and, you know, once she like really went like off the charts with 1989, I don't know if she just was like, I can't just be like at the Ellen show all the time or like. Yeah, but I know. also think that she became more as she started to have maybe more issues with Mm -hmm. some of these other people and ellen's out there like having the kardashians on every week and talking about how much she loves scooter like even if taylor's not like oh i'm against ellen now Mm -hmm. i feel like there was like okay we're not quite as like yeah you know whatever Mm -hmm. yeah you know especially because like as we know about taylor like loyalty is, like, such a big thing to her. Mm -hmm. So probably, you know, Ellen not coming out and being, like, Scooter is the worst. Mm -hmm. You know, Taylor probably didn't love that. Yeah, it's so interesting because... I mean, I guess... I guess, would you say that Ellen... Is I f- I feel like Ellen is more so aligned with the Kardashians than she is with Scooter. Yeah, like I think she's aligned with both, but like, it's almost as if she made the decision to be like, well, I can get more out of being close with the Kardashians than I can with Taylor. Yes, I mean I think that that is how Ellen operates. Yeah, a thousand percent. I think that I agree with you, but I don't know how much of that. That's certainly true on camera. Right. I don't yeah. know off camera. So speaking of that. Yeah. Um, basically, you know, it's it's presumed that the start of kind of like Ellen and Scooter knowing each other or whatever was when Justin Bieber was becoming known and mm-hmm. Ellen devoted a whole hour of her talk show to him and Usher and Scooter was, like, featured in that. Mm, okay. Um, and then, interestingly, there was a New Yorker article that talked about Braun's use of cross-promotion mm. and his, his 
his building of like an interdependent business culture. Okay. So it says, for instance, he cuts Bieber in on many of his tech investments. Interesting. Sometimes he has Bieber put money into a startup company directly. Sometimes he offers to have him promote a product in return for equity. If it makes sense for Justin's brand, I show it to him, he said. He has a similar relationship with his other artists and with Ellen DeGeneres, mm. with whom he has shared tech investing tips. Quote, she put me onto something and I put her onto something. I see. So, Interesting. so again, like, you know, is Ellen managed by Scooter? No. Are they, like, publicly whatever? But clearly... There's things happening. There's things happening. They're both people who, like, want to make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Whatever. And so this just suggests kind mm-hmm. of, like, some backdoor stuff. Yeah. And then... What was interesting was when all the stuff went down with Ellen being, like, when she was, like, canceled (laughs) for being racist and terrible on her show, he said, People love to take shots. They love to see people fall. How quickly so many forget. How easy it is to stay quiet when it doesn't affect them. Ellen is a kind, thoughtful, courageous human being who stands up for what is right and highlights on her show the best of us. She has helped change the views for equality all around the country and the world. She doesn't do what is popular. She does what is right. Today, I'm sending love out to her. I know firsthand how much she helps others, both when they are watching and when they are not. At The Ellen Show, thank you for all you do and keep your head held high. Yeah. So So he just kind of like, you know went out of his way to like post this mm-hmm. and i'm like there is there's, there's so more much. to this relationship there's so much yeah. yeah so that's yeah it's so fascinating it's it's just an interesting connection and again speaks to not only the relationships and deals that we know he has but the ones we don't even maybe mm-hmm. know um also wait you have here that he produced the giver oh yes 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 what yeah which taylor is in so that's that's like, crazy. crazy i mean it came out in 2014 it was early days. so it was early yeah. days so who knows like how much you know her hatred of him was at that point mm-hmm. but yes crazy obsessed crazy yeah it's so it's really so crazy it's so crazy and obviously with taylor but also just like he is someone who is gonna be around for a long time Mm -hmm. and so it will be very interesting to see you know how his career continues Mm -hmm. how their you know his relationship with taylor or like any interactions you know, if there are any more, like, come out. Right. If he, you know, ever responds more to her doing these re-recordings mm-hmm. and the masters and stuff. Um, but also, like, it's so... What's kind of crazy about it, too, is, like, if he wasn't also trying to, like, be so in front of the camera with, mm-hmm. like, his clients, he wouldn't be in this position. No, right. Like, he could have very Do you know any, easily... the name of any other artist manager? Well, I was going to say when we were talking about, like, but the he's, like, become Bieber a celebrity documentaries right. and the Demi documentaries. It's, like, other celebrities don't have their managers in their documentaries. Or, like, they do, but, like, they're not... Or they're just, like, they're in the background. Like, right, you know, like, right. Not, but, like... no, he's, he's made... So you know because he's a marketing dude like mm-hmm. he's marketed himself he's branding himself and but you if know. he had just like taken like 
a behind-the-scenes seat, then he could have bought the masters. He could have still done like everything right, he's done, if, because, and no one would hate him. Well, like, and because Taylor sh- Taylor could only shame him because he's known, right? Like you if know what I mean. Person. Like if it was a random person, like yeah, could Swifties be like you suck? Right. But who cares? Because right. like he, but Scooter is a celebrity. Like people mm-hmm. know who he is. Yeah. So, but at the same time, he clearly wants that. I mean, that's clearly well, intentional. Exactly. He yeah. clearly, you know. Which is also, again, what makes it so annoying that he's like, no, I'm just like a good guy, mm-hmm. like trying to like make yeah. a positive change. Right. And like help people that are struggling. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, like you want to be rich and you want to be a celebrity. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. It's totally fine to want those right. things. But don't pretend mm-hmm. that you're some amazing, like, holier-than-everyone-else person. Of course, yeah. When you're just a sleazy businessman like Exactly. Oh, I forgot. We have to end with this. Um, as I mentioned at the very beginning of the episode, he, last year, in the midst of his divorce, he checked himself into a celeb healing retreat. Mm, They're right, not calling right. it rehab. It's a celeb healing retreat. Right, Okay. Right. He spoke vaguely of his struggles, saying, quote, It was just feeling like I wasn't present in my life, and feeling like the people around me who loved me, I felt their hurt, and I couldn't fix it, and I'm a fixer. And because I couldn't fix things, I started to spiral. I'd been playing that chess game for so long that the board was getting away from me. And again, being like, I'm a fixer. Yeah. And I just couldn't fix all these problems. Yeah. Like, I just get so caught up in everyone's problems and trying to help mm-hmm. that, like, I got away from myself. Right. And it's like, you probably went to rehab for, like, cocaine. Right. Or, Which, like, sex addiction Whatever. Or but, like... Like, yeah. yeah. Like... But he's like, and, I like, was just like... Those are valid struggles. Yeah. But, like... I just... Just what a slimy man. I know. I like, know. I just, but it does suggest that, you know, perhaps he's starting to crack under the pressure. Oh, he's cracking under the yeah. pressure. And good. Yeah, I've had enough. So you know, we'll we'll continue to keep an eye out for for any more scooter news. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for the, the scooter patrol. Scoot, 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 <laughs> And we've got we've got many more exciting, exciting episodes, episodes to come. Yeah. So stay tuned. Stream folklore.